You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose. And now drops it, Kane shoots, trickling puck, Nordstrom reaches out with his left leg and kicks it away from Lynette. I was going in. In tight, Huberto trying to go back into forehand, they score. On the official home of your Calgary Flames. The Flames win it! Yeah, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Good morning. Wednesday, it's the big show. Russick and Rose Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. This is what, day number five of the Flames nine-day break? Are you jonesing for some Flames hockey yet? Are you jonesing? You know what? I had uh, some fun watching yesterday's action, so that helped sate the itch. For the time being, yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm. I think I'm ready already. Yeah, I could go with some Flames hockey. Yeah, um, we got to wait till Monday when the Flames are back in action. I'm sure enjoying uh, their vacate. Uh, what you're referring to last night was uh, a bit of fun that we all had mm-hmm. last night. You uh, were watching. Well, what happened was uh, our boss is in town. Yeah. Um, he should be here any minute to stare at us while we do the show. It's going to be fun. And, uh, he better bring coffee. Um, he's going to come in, uh, watch how we do the show, how the magic happens or lack thereof. Yep. Zero magic. But, uh, we went out to an establishment last night, had some food, had a couple beverages Mm -hmm. and you were laying some live bets down on teams that were down. And then all of a sudden they all came back to win for you. So you had a lot. You had a lot of fun last night. Jumped on the Hurricanes after they made it four three in that yep. game against LA. Ended yep. up uh, taking that one in OT, and then uh, also had a little parlay with them and the Capitals, who looked to be blowing a, weed, a lead against the Blue Jackets. But mm-hmm. Blue Jackets tanking proper. You know they'll take up an extra yep. overtime point. You know give you a little show for the fans every once in a while. Sure, but ultimately lose games and continue to. Uh, solidify their lottery position solid regulation loss for the habs too yeah that as well that's another prime example and meanwhile who's in the mucky middle it's the senators who now have won four games in a row and are on the borderline of getting out of the bottom 10 in the entire nhl and are now six points out so you're at the point where they probably think that uh, maybe if we make you gonna be a buyer at the deadline. I don't know. I think buyer is aggressive, but I <laughs> yeah. they're probably the mentality going into the break. Like, hey, if we have a good February, yeah. Like, you know what? You know what we might be able to do here. They're only six points back, and they've got games mm. in hand. Listen, I don't yeah. think it's gonna happen, but that's the type of margin that a GM looks at and goes, hmm, hmm. Yeah, uh, and in Ottawa, they're they're super horny to be a playoff team. Oh, Pierre Torian's like been saying it for like three moves. years. Like who won the offseason? The Flames and the Senators, right? It looked the to moves be, yeah. They did. Wow. Look at the Debrinka trade. Look at Claude Giroux coming home to play for the Senators. Wow. Uh-huh. What a what a great offseason the Ottawa Senators have. And again, they're playing some good hockey, but it feels a little too little too late. Or who knows? Maybe they go on this incredible heater and somehow get into the playoffs. 
I don't know if we, either of us really believe. No, that, I don't. But, but I'm just saying it, it could happen. It could happen. What, we've the seen Blues went from things. being dead last we, in the league to mm. hoisting the Stanley Cup. It, 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 we've seen it in recent yep, history. 100. Do I think the Senators have that type of team? No. No. But it could potentially happen. So we went out last night. Mm-hmm. Had a couple refreshments. Made a little money. You made a little money. I was just trying to be a social butterfly, floating around. Yeah, as you, I as I like to do. Yeah. You did a great job. Yeah, well, not really. So um, there's a member of our team right now who's playing injured. Well, he's not injured because it's the old adage. How guilty. Are you hurt or are you injured? If you're hurt, you can play. If you're injured, you can't. So what are you, hurt or injured? Alex is playing hurt today. Mm. He's not playing injured because he would have been home right now still sleeping. Yeah. But he's playing hurt today. So, Alex, you had a couple beverages last night. Correct. Um, are you okay with me sharing a text message you sent me last night? Do you recall this? Uh, you know what? Go for it. Well, I was going to anyway, but nice. Um, so this is what you sent me after you had a couple pints of cider, and then all of a sudden, uh, you decided to take a little trip down to sunny Mexico and dip into some tequilas. Probably my biggest mistake. Aloha. Of the night. Yeah. yeah. So. This is what you sent me uh, while I was at the bar. Uh, I'm getting us all a shot, George. And then I responded, mix in a gin and soda for me, too. <laughs> Which I did not do. No, but I ordered one, and then you paid for it anyway. So, oh, there you go. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then you texted me uh, approximate. No, right. And then it goes, you're up, George. I'm going to go pizza. Keep them here. And then. I meant a different word. Yeah. And then uh, about 40 minutes later, ho, so. I'm in recovery mode. <laughs> I feel like it's pretty accurate. Yeah. So experience. you were, you were at the, uh, you were in the washroom of the establishment for a, a good chunk of the evening after. Yeah. What what was transpiring? If you want to make it radio friendly here. Well, hey, let me just say, great introduction to meeting your boss. Hey. <laughs> but no, I was like, I was, I was conscious. Like I, I was able to communicate. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thank um, goodness. Art's on the outside of the door, like, hey, you okay out? <laughs> Checking oh on me. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> but no, I was that tequila just destroyed me. Okay. And I'm honestly, I don't care if I say this on the radio. I was pretty confident that I got alcohol poisoning last you night. You did not have alcohol poisoning last <laughs> you night. You drink a hell of a lot more. Come okay. on, Alex. I don't like, know. I'm not a doctor. I'm bad at science. I wasn't good at math. That's an injury. But That's that was an hurt. alcohol poisoning. That's an injury. Okay? Okay. You just had a little too much for your little frame. Mm-hmm. You're a small guy. But it wasn't alcohol. You wouldn't be here today if you had alcohol poisoning. That is a fact. You'd probably be dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or in the hospital getting your stomach pumped. You'd have a vaccine. So, so um, I have to ask you this. Was Ralph calling you on the big white phone? <laughs> Did Hello? you answer it? Hello. Is anyone there? Hey, Ralph oh, Klein no. here. Oh, jeez. Uh, so I... that happened? No. <laughs> Don't worry. No, you did, but that's fine, because I'm going to explain what happened after. Mm. So, um, you know, when you're in a social situation, I think we've all had this in our lives before. You know, when you're in a social situation and somebody says something and you wish, oh, "Oh my God, I wish I would have said this instead. Yeah. Like you had a missed opportunity to be really clever or fun. Yeah. You usually think about it the next day. Yeah. And and you're like, I wish you for a week. I wish I could just turn back time. And go back time. I wish I could turn back time and go, man, I wish I could I wish I could have that moment back. So um there were these um 
ladies at the bar last night sure. who we did a couple shots with. Sure. They were, they were older ladies, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, they, they were from England. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, and again, uh, Alex was chatting up the ladies and I, I had, <laughs> went there and did a couple shots here. And again, your girlfriend has nothing to worry about because she's probably listening. Um, but had nothing to do with that. And Alex is sweating right now, but don't worry about it, Alex. <laughs> so then, uh, I, this is the, this is the situation. I'm really mad at myself. Mm-hmm. They go, hi, what's your name? And immediately I should have said my new fake name when introducing myself as Mike Honcho. Yeah. Your new favorite. Yeah. My, I had a chance to say, oh, hi, what's your name? Uh, Mike, Mike Honcho. You've brought this and up I didn't. in multiple breaks of late and being like, this is my fake name. Yeah. This is my new fake name at the bar. <laughs> and I didn't. I actually gave him my real name. Oh, product placement. You pimped the show, I hope. Well, yeah. No. And then, then they're oh. like, oh, and then Alex was talking about, you know, what do you do? And I uh, I also wanted to say this. And by the way, I'd love to hear your fake bar name, 960, 960 <laughs> name and location. Because mine is Mike Honcho. Mm-hmm. And I'm. Like I was, I was getting ready for work this morning, and I'm like, I can't believe I didn't use Mike Honcho last night. I was really like, I was just disgusted with myself. Yeah, I understand. I'm like, you had such an opportunity to use Mike Honcho, and you didn't. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of accents on women. Okay, I think a lot of them are great. Sure. A lot of them are sexy. Like it's, right it's on. great. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm also a big fan of the English accent. Okay, to a certain extent. All right, because uh, one of these women mm-hmm. at the bar. Um, she didn't have one of those nice, you know, quiet, sexy English accents. It was more freshen your tea, governor. Oh, Lord. it was one of those. That really got up there. Yeah, it was one of those accents. <laughs> what you call people from Liverpool? What, wait, what did you say? Scouses. Scouses? Yeah, sounds, Alex knows. That sounds like a slur. Yeah, yeah. Alex, uh, oh, Brent yeah. from High River. Yeah, it's uh, a Liverpool Brent, slur. Brent, you got to make it sound at least like realistic. Phil McCracken. That's not. <laughs> That's not a good. What are you, Bart Simpson? Yeah, Come on. Yeah. I P freely. Mine I can't say on TV. <laughs> yeah. I radio. Freely. This isn't TV. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah. TV. Are you all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm all right. Okay. All right. That's, uh, that's producer Patrick Dumont. <laughs> so, um, Alex, then, after uh, we had conversations uh, with these uh, people from, you know, at a different country, it was, it was very interesting talking about stuff. You guys decided to tap out. They came down, sat with us. We chatted up. Our boss is there. Alex is in the in the bathroom, you know, puking his guts out. That'd be. Uh, GVP's there, and there's like a, a good 25-year difference, and they're trying to talk to GVP. It was, it was a fun night. So the then, always sociable GVP. So then uh, our boss was really concerned about Alex. Uh-huh. And uh, he was in the washroom for a long time. And apparently the bartender was not happy that Alex was in there for a while. Whoopsie. I, I didn't so like then, that as a bartender so either. A, yeah, Alex, you did your move where you lost your wallet, and we recovered it for you, because yeah, that's usually your it? move. It just showed up under the bathroom door. Yeah, uh, I don't know how well, how you dropped it or what happened, but it was on the table and we recovered it for you. I searched that whole bar, and you're telling me it was on the table. <laughs> yes. Like... This this isn't the first time this happened to you. Oh, God. So um, you decided to walk home uh, where your significant other came and picked you up. And I thought it was really sweet that you guys were holding hands. Like, it made me believe in love again. Because I'm so bitter and jaded, yeah. it made me believe in love again. Mm-hmm. So um, while we're walking home, and I'm walking with the boss because he's staying near where I live. Sure. And then all of a sudden, uh, Alex got a call from Ralph oh. on the street. Uh-oh. Probably about three or four times. Oh, boy. So you guys were like, you saw me thrown up on the streets. I did, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I saw you sitting down on the on the uh, on the steps too, oh, uh, near the yeah, that yeah, tunnel. Yeah. The was it the Fourth Street? Fourth Street. Yeah, underneath underpass. the bridge there. Yeah, underneath yeah, the bridge, yeah. the Fourth Street tunnel there downtown. 
uh, I saw you, you know, expel some things. Full send? About three or four times. So how many times after the tunnel did, did stuff oh. come out of you? I Okay, so I pretty much remember everything until after the tunnel. So I couldn't tell you, honestly, mm. but I made it to work today. That's what's important. You did. You're a trooper. <laughs> I got this. My fake bar name is George Russick, Sean in Calgary. Feel free, Sean, to use my name. Fire away, like, yeah. Man. Like, I don't, like, my name's very old-timey, old-fashioned. If uh, you're going to do it, you should at least pronounce it properly, yeah, Sean in um, Calgary. Chris in New Brighton. Uh, Chris in New Brighton. Uh, Zerk Childress, attorney at law. I like that. That's pretty good. Zerk is a great fake uh, name. Not my bar name, but I work with an Emilio Bravo. That's his real name. That is a great handle. If your name is Emilio Bravo, you got stuff to live up to. My favorite was when uh, Mike uh, Vic used Ron Mexico. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was and a good one. So Ron Mexico was, uh, and you could actually go on a website and generate your own fake name yeah. that was Ron Mexico, because that's the name uh, Mike Vick used to do, checking the hotels and clubs mm. and stuff. And the NFL actually banned Falcons fans from getting Mexico jerseys. <laughs> did you know that part of the I story? I did not know that. Yeah, so if you wanted to go to Mexico NFL.com. Seven. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to go get a Michael Vick Falcons jersey that had Mexico, the NFL banned it. <laughs> <laughs> you could Amazing. not get a... <laughs> Why? Let yeah. them have fun. My yeah. last name's Mexico. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Wedley, uh, my fake bar name uh, used to be Clifford Covington. <laughs> An extra. On Coronation Street. That's another. That's a good one. Clifford's another good name to pull uh, out of this. Cliff. Yeah. Uh, Bob Montana's another good Bob one. Bob Montana, yeah. That is a very good one. A lot of people just using states and locations yeah, yeah, that's as fine. their surname. That's, like, that's the like best the, way, I think. seems yeah. to be a nice little trend here. Yeah. So, Alex, um, what time did you get the bed? And was your bed like the tilt-a-whirl when you went to bed? <laughs> Sorry, I'm eating. Um, okay, that's great. That's uh, nice. We'll come back. Did you chew? Are you done? Did you swallow? <laughs> Do you need more time? One more he's minute. Still chewing. He's still chewing. So he, he, he's he's so Alex decided that he's in such a state. Listen, when you got that it, we're having a conversation with him. I'm going to start eating bread or a croissant. I don't even know what kind of pastry. Some sort right of now. looks like cheese bread. Got to get some sort of sustenance in the thing. You know, it's cheese bread. It's cheese bread. Is so he's from, eating his mm -hmm. cheese bread bun while yeah. we're trying to ask him about last night because. That move where you actually have the spins and you put your foot on the ground while sure. you're lying down actually works. I don't know the science behind it, but I find it actually works. Good stabilizing force. Yeah. I, Did you know that move? I've never really used it. My, I'm, I got a high bed. So you wouldn't so be able to reach I your leg down. I don't think I'd be able to do it. I think I'd have to really um, contort. <laughs> Got a good one here too. Murray Reynolds, underwater welder. <laughs> Murray Reynolds. That's Tough a good gig. one. Tough gig. That is a good one. Underwater. Uh, underwater they pay a lot of they pay a lot of money for oh, underwater. Underwater yeah. welder in and Alberta. Hey. I was watching that on Dirty Jobs, uh, the underwater welding. Really? Like, These guys make a ton of money. I'm oh, like, yeah. I guess I use make the right profession. Oil. Well, it's a hard gig. It is a hard gig. It takes oil years off your life. Yeah. But well, it's the a, real but welding, being around some of those fumes and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but you make some real uh real cake. Uh yeah, so super important. Did you have the spins when you got home? Oh, absolutely. Did you That'd put be. your foot on the on the ground trying to? No, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, okay, there but, you go. So I, I got like halfway down that street on 4th. I got about to the underpass. And I was like, I'm calling an Uber. I can't make it. I didn't walk <laughs> all the way home. Oh, okay. <laughs> so. Good for you. Um, They're asking too, what did you chase the hangover with? Did you just go to bed mistakenly and not try to I'm drink a Gatorade or have something to eat to slow it down? I'm literally chasing it with a cheese bun right now. Like. I, I got okay. home and I went to bed. Just was, raw dog the hangover. Yeah. Wow. My goodness. Um, Haywood. Jabalome. Jabalome. 
Haywood's a good one. Um, <laughs> Pete McGuck Cup. Yeah, that's <laughs> Bush Pilot. Sandy, that's uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Sandy and Adrian. And again, I'm really mad at myself that I didn't say Mike Honcho. Like I can't get over myself. Like I. I I love McGup Cup. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. a good name. Uh, keep your uh, fake bar names uh, rolling it. So, Alex, I have bad news for you. I have really up? bad news for you. So, Thursday night uh, is our beer league game, the annual beer league game, brought to you by our good friends at Wild Rose Brewery. Shout out. You are uh, you're going to do Brody on the Beat, uh, beer league edition, on a Thursday night. We're going to move your segment to Friday. And uh, you have to be a good host. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to come back to Wild Rose Brewery after the game and schmooze with our listeners. Oh, absolutely. And I... that's going to mean where you're going to have to partake in some libations. <laughs> you're a young guy. You're 23. I think a good day, and you'll be good to go for Thursday night to jump back on that horse. Listen. Giving the gift of beerations. Yes. <laughs> that's what you can do on Thursday. Great. Also, we have breaking news, guys. What? What? Uh, let me find the... What am I missing? What are we missing? What? Breaking news from Sportsnet 960, the fan. I feel like it's what? not going to be that Oh, my breaking. God. Tom Brady's announcing he's retiring? There you go. There you go. What? Really? According to Adam Schefter, two minutes ago, Tom Brady announces he's retiring. Throw my Burley on. I got his video. What Burley? Are you... I'm TS3, I think. No, again, he's retiring again. Again? That's, um... Yeah, so apparently uh, there's a video. He's retiring again. Now, for good, hmm. I don't understand why he would actually do for it now. For good, hey? Do we really believe him? Good morning, guys. Yeah, you, here. Okay, hold on. Let, let me tee it up. Yeah, yeah. So start from the beginning. So according to Adam Schefter and Tom Brady himself now, on his official Twitter feed and on Instagram, uh, he's got a video that he's retiring. It's 53 seconds long. Um, good catch, Alex, on the gigantic news now from the National Football League. Guys dialed, I that guess. That Tom Brady is playing retiring. guilty. Yeah, um, he is. Well, maybe. So uh, here's the video that Tom Brady posted today on all his socials. Good morning, guys. I'll get to the point right away. I'm retiring for good. I know the process uh, was a pretty big deal last time. So when I woke up this morning, I figured... I just press record and let you guys know first. So I won't be long-winded. You only get one super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So I really thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me, my family, my friends, my teammates, my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. Okay, um, there's a lot to unpack there. Yep. Never heard him that emotional. uh, Number one, do you guys, uh, do you believe him here? Is this it? Uh, Like it's, there is some, I, I believe he's sincere that he thinks maybe right now he's retiring. But you can't tell me. If Kyle Shanahan comes a knocking and goes, Tom, you're the missing piece of a Super Bowl here in San Francisco to win for your boyhood team, that he's not going to be like, ah, you know what? Again, have we seen the last of Tom Brady? Mm, 
probably, but I don't. I'm not buying it. I think he's getting scared. Greg Olson's going to take his job. <laughs> no, I don't think he's scared <laughs> about anything because he signed a 200 plus million. I know, deal I know. With Fox. But Greg, what yeah. I, that's another thing Fox has to deal with is Greg Olson ain't going anywhere. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they put him together. Oh, I totally. Yeah, I would not because I'm not booth. sure how good Tom Brady's going to be in the booth. No, he's he has to yeah. do what Tony Romo used to do before he just goes. I, I don't know, Jim. <laughs> that's all he hey, said. Gene, yes. Gene, let's hey, get Gene. What do you think, Gene? Is it a catch? Oh, like that's all Tom Brady. That's yeah. all. And Tony Romo makes like twenty five million dollars a year to go. I don't know, Jim. It's wild how the first year he was like calling out every route before it happened. Yeah, he would and call the play, and then the that. play would happen, and then like, and then I wonder if everybody at CBS then, told him to tone it down a bit. No, but that was awesome. And then yeah. Jim Nance is like, "Oh wow!" And then now it's like, "I don't know, Jim. It's a big play. Let's see what happens." Like that's essentially Third what he does. Nine, they need this one. Like I don't okay. know what kind of broadcaster Tom Brady's going to be, and Fox threw just buckets of money at him. Sure, yeah. But here's why I'm surprised by this. Mm-hmm. And now this is the number one story in North American sports right now, and it's good on a Flames game day when they're not playing the next. Um, you know, it's 375 million over ten years for Brady. For- How much? Three hundred seventy-five million over ten years. It's not bad. That's, that's a, a, a Fox broadcast that's, deal. That's, that's Fox, a pretty good scratch. I might. Uh, that's what I'm going to start for my next contract yeah, negotiation. Yeah. That's a uh, thirty-seven and a half AAV. Yeah. Is that rubles <laughs> that you're going to try? <laughs> rubles or pesos? Can you still get those? Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I I want to believe Tom Brady. I really do. But the guy completely submarined his personal life to play this past season. Kind of from everything we heard. That's what I mean. That's so everything. now, after what you've done, mm-hmm. this is this is the day that you're going to be like, you know what? I'm out. When there's still so much uncertainty at the quarterback position, the National Football League, Aaron Rodgers doesn't know if he's coming back. Mm-hmm. But apparently there's trade talks swirling around Aaron Rodgers all the time. He was on the Pat McAfee show saying, I, I, I'm, nobody's con- contacting me about this. Should know yeah. after the Super Bowl what his decision right. is going to be. But this is very surprising that uh, today's the day where Tom Brady announces he's retiring. Tom has always felt to me like a guy who kind of has the next four or five steps figured out in his life as Mm -hmm. far as where he wants to go, what he wants to do next, how things want to go. And the Fox deal, I think, kind of shows that Um, in that way. I feel like the conviction is actually going to be there for this one. Like last time, like he mentions in the video, you only get the long video essay, the the long goodbye. You only get to do that one time. Mm hmm. And he got to do that last year. He got to go through that feeling of being retired, not being in the free agency offseason or whatever you want to call it, Mm -hmm. that part of the cycle. He missed it and went back. Now you wonder this time if things are different, if he really feels like he's actually ready um, to kind of take a little bit of a breather here and, and, you know, actually hang him up. He likes Feb first because that's what he did last year on this day. Really? He retired. Mm, now I'm getting conspiracy theory type stuff. Now my tinfoil hat's but then it was coming like, out. It was, it was and... so quickly right after there that was like his dad came out and said, no, 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 that's yeah. wrong. And then it was a whole bunch of other Now that you're seeing it from Tom himself, mm-hmm. it's it's words, it's visual. It feels a little bit more real this time. It's not behind an essay. It's not behind a, a giant PR write-up. Sure. It's right from it. It's not a called press conference. It's on his phone sent out to... How many damn followers does he have? Yeah, probably a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so I don't know off the top of my head, but it feels like this is this. You might feel be like it. this is it. This is it. It's just like how much more? Like, yeah, I get it. Going to San Francisco, winning for your boyhood team, but yeah, it's great. But it's like, yeah, it's another ring, and I get it. Like, it, there's nothing new about it. And like, I think we saw this year with Brady, 
The age is starting to show. And I know what yeah. Tampa Bay had that rough. They had the no O line. They had a ton of injuries. It just feels like at 45, this this is just this Yeah, might be and it. and he didn't again, uh the previous year. And he guy, did say forty five was the age he wanted to right. stop at. And the previous year, the guy was a monster. He put up oh, incredible best numbers. Season ever. Had that incredible comeback against the Rams that fell short. Mm-hmm. If they don't have that blown coverage against Cooper Cup. Yeah, I think if he, w- he goes there, wins that Super Bowl, that might have been it. And we yeah. don't see Brady this past well, season. Even this year, he was third in the NFL in passing yards. Mm-hmm. Like It wasn't like he Brett Favre his but way it, through this season. It was down in the NFC, especially quarterback-wise. It, like Only one guy had over... Uh, Geno Smith is the only guy in the NFC that had 30 touchdowns. 25 to 9 touchdown yeah. to interception ratio. Like, that's still real tidy. Yeah. Through the, the, what, one red zone interception, the first one in his Tampa Bay career <laughs> in yeah. the worst moment ever. Yeah. And that, unfortunately, is part of how he'll be remembered in Tampa. But, like, it's not like the guy had a terrible year. No, no, no. The no, dude no. can like, still play at 45. It, it's, it's but all it's like about... what we say from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. Like, look at his stats. Oh, he's had a bad year this year. But you look go patch it against every other quarterback. It's like, that's a pretty good year. Yeah, it's right. like we expect so much from these guys. And sure. you see, like, 25 and 9. That's not Brady-like. And, and now if you actually look at the... T- we knew he, w- he played his last game pretty much for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm. Now you're looking at a franchise that has aging receivers... A pretty good defense still, too, with some really good linebackers. Mm-hmm. But that team is in full rebuild mode now, which is fine. They got their championship. You yep. can't complain if mm-hmm. you're the, you know, maybe the dozen Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans outside of Florida in North America. Mm-hmm. But you got your championship. Flags fly forever. Mm-hmm. And that's now that's standard. a team uh, in that putrid NFC South that needs a quarterback and needs to completely rebuild here or even try to retool to be more competitive because Godwin had a great season coming mm-hmm. back from that knee injury. Mike Evans looks like he still has some gas left in the tank. Julio Jones looks washed as washed. Leonard Fournette had a big-time down season after mm-hmm. being, quote-unquote, playoff Lenny. But there's lots to unpack here. Tom Brady announcing on his socials this morning that he's uh, retiring. We'll do more on the Rose Report on the, on this as well. And I want to ask you guys a question about Tom Brady and where he ranks in the pantheon of North American professional sports. We'll do all of that next. It's the big show. Russick and Rose with a hungover Alex. Sportsnet 960, Yay. the fan. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. Uh, it's time for the Rose Report. I think I got a feeling what we're leading with on the Rose Report. Brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. And welcome inside your Wednesday, friends. We do enter day five of No Flames action with the team on their all-star break. Might have seen uh, on Instagram, Jonathan Huberto down in the Bahamas. Good for him. What's better than this? 23 of the 32 teams on a break, but a handful have boldly continued to play. We'll get into yesterday's games. Tonight's final two, plus some Jason Raps notes, some local notes, some coaching changes in the NFL, but we will begin here. The GOAT hanging him up. Tom Brady calling it a career. I think you only get one super... Emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year. So, uh, really, thank you guys so much to every single one of you for supporting me. My family, my friends, my teammates, 
my competitors. Uh, I could go on forever. There's too many. Um, thank you guys for allowing me to live my absolute dream. I wouldn't change a thing. Love you all. An emotional Tom Brady heads down to the beach, films a quick 45-second video for the socials, throws it out there and tells us all that, yes, he has, in fact, decided to retire as uh, he announces that to his 2.9 million followers yep. on Twitter, plus all of his other social medias. Um, we got the poll question up. Who is the GOAT of GOATs in North American uh, team sports? Mm -hmm. uh, Brady, Gretzky, Jordan. Right now, uh, Michael Jordan leading the way, and Brady only 7.1%. Like, uh, I think that, in my opinion, the greatest is Tom Brady, and here's why. It's the longevity thing. He was elite till essentially his entire career. This is maybe the only year where you can really go, mm, you kind of looked your age this year, Tom. But last year, he led the NFL in touchdowns and passing yards. Like, he was phenomenal in his age 44 season. With all due respect to Gretzky and Jordan, nobody wants to remember Michael Jordan playing for the Washington Wizards where he was as washed as possible. And nobody really wants to remember the last couple years when Gretzky was on Broadway playing with the Rangers. He wasn't the same guy. He was he was he was a good player, still very serviceable, very skilled helping the power play, but he still wasn't Wayne Gretzky being at the top of the NHL. Tom Brady was still near the top of the league up until the end of his career. I think, to me, that's why he's the goat of goats, in my opinion, Matty. It's hard for me, right? Like, I only got to watch one of these guys actually play. Michael Jordan was going through his final bits while I was in my early years. Wayne was the exact same. I got to watch everything that Tom did, from the, the huge comeback in the Super Bowl to doing it with a different team. Like, he did a little bit of everything. I don't know. It's a hard conversation to have. You're always comparing to multiple different sports, but it's a a very decorated career and certainly belongs in the conversation with Michael Jordan and Wayne Gretzky. I think they all deserve to be there without a right. doubt. Um, Ian uh, from Calgary, Christine Sinclair. Again, um, the pool for women's soccer isn't as strong as the pool playing in the National Football League. And I'm not diminishing Christine Sinclair, the greatest female soccer player of all time, scored the most goals. But the competition wasn't as tough as it was for Brady, Jordan, and Gretzky. No, I, that's... Again, and it's, not diminishing anything Christine no, Sinclair no. has done in her career because it's remarkable that she scored most that many goals. Most goals ever for right. anybody, but men and women. When yeah. you're playing the minnows of CONCACAF trying to qualify for the World Cup, yep. when you're playing, uh, you know... Um, New Zealand. Na yeah, name. Yeah. By the way, John Herbin might be leaving. That's what I hear. It's a big story. He might I might be going to New Zealand. I want uh, to hear. I want to wait for somebody from Canada yeah. to talk about it. It's a big story, but we have no time to talk about John Herbin today. But again, <sighs> no disrespect to Christine Sinclair. But when you're playing teams like uh, Guatemala in a World Cup qualifier, that doesn't. That doesn't. It's a lot of pad statting, yes. I think, against. But again, she's also done it at the highest level. Yeah. Christine Sinclair, one of the greatest athletes, no question, mm -hmm. greatest female soccer player to ever live. I'm getting a lot of LeBron James, too. And when you talk about the longevity argument, LeBron James is right there with Michael Jordan. I mean, to me, Jordan is still the GOAT, but it's, it's seemingly every year with how LeBron James continues to perform at an elite level, it's getting harder to... I mean, he's a few games away from passing Kareem for number one all-time scoring. Right. So I think... Yeah, LeBron definitely gets but, uh, some love. But also Michael and the impact he had on the NBA, the, the game, yeah. 
like the shoes, uh, six and zero in I, NBA you, finals. I, like I saw this yesterday. You know how much money Michael Jordan's made Nike in the last five years? No, eighteen billion dollars. Yeah, um, we're getting. I got a Randy Furby today. Well, from <laughs> love Wild Randy Calgary. Furby. Like with all due respect, <laughs> I don't think that's at the same level. No, but I'm not diminishing. Um, Randy, I just say, Furby. Randy Furby's Curling. not going to be on a cover of SI. And you know what? I'm saying I'm looking at the guys that are on the cover of Sports Illustrated. They're on leading ESPN, leading the Sportsnet stories. And Tom Brady, you know, those were the guys that were on there. Wayne Gretzky <laughs> was on there. Michael Jordan was on there. LeBron could definitely be on there as well. So, yeah, it's curling is a little tough. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I can appreciate the cut, the deep cut, but... Yeah. No, um, that's not the right Vote in our poll question right now. Uh, votes coming in fast and furious. And th- I'm not surprised by this because of where we are right now in, in this market. Wayne Gretzky now leading the way with 56.5% of the vote on who is the goat of goats in North America. Can I also say Ozzy Osbourne's retiring today as well, finally? That's, that's a that sad remains. day. Who, who comes back first, Ozzy Osbourne? <laughs> Ozzy or Tom Brady? Um, keep what those, are my odds? Keep those uh, texts rolling in. If I'm missing somebody, uh, let me know who is the goat of goats in North American team sports. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Name and location. From the NFL uh, elsewhere, a couple of coaching changes to talk about. The Broncos have traded the 29th overall selection in 2023 in a second round pick to the Saints in exchange for the services of head coach Sean Payton. Payton obviously worked with Drew Brees for years, and he'll be looking to re- rejuvenate. The career of Russell Wilson. Be careful, though. It's spicy. Elsewhere, the 49ers' vaunted defense will be looking for a new defensive coordinator as D'Amico Ryans and the Houston Texans have come to an agreement for Ryans to become the next head coach in Houston. How about this, though? A six-year deal for the former Niners' DC. Now uh, get that bag, D'Amico. This was uh, this was really interesting yesterday on social media because apparently the Broncos went back at D'Amico Ryan's twice to be their head coach, and then they went back and settled on Sean Payton. And something that was very subtle that some people noticed, some people didn't on uh, Sunday during the NFL broadcast. Sean Payton was wearing an orange tie, as in like Denver, come back and get me. But again, can Sean Payton rejuvenate Russell Wilson's career? I don't know because he looks kind of cooked. Uh, I know you got to let, let nice. Russ cook, but nice. he looks cooked. Yeah. Um, is Sean Payton a great coach without Drew Brees? Like we saw what Belichick looks like without Tom Brady. Again, if you're the Denver Broncos, you're already all in on Russell Wilson. You might as well take the next step and bring him an offensive coach to see if you can get some of that Russ magic back. And when it comes to the Houston Texans, I know D'Amico Ryans had that fantastic uh, year being the D.C. of the 49ers, the best defense all in the National Football League. But when you're talking about the NFL, I have no idea. And why on earth would you hire a defensive first coach? You look at the final four teams in the National Football League. Zach Taylor, offensive guy. Kyle Shanahan, offensive wizard. Andy Reid, offensive wizard. And of course, uh, Nick Sirianni, who worked with Andy Reid in Kansas City, offensive genius. You don't hire a defense-first head Mm -hmm. coach now in the NFL in 2023. Offense is king. The entire league now is skewed towards offense. The rules are skewed towards offense. Mm -hmm. Why on earth would you hire a defense-first coach? I have no idea. We saw it uh, with Carolina. They picked Frank Reich over Steve Wilkes, and they love Steve Wilkes. And they played great under him. They almost made the playoffs, but... That's right. They want you need a quarterback. Frank Reich's a quarterback whisper. You go out and get the offensive guy. That's just the way the game is shifting. 
Six years for D'Amico Ryan. Six. Sure. That doesn't <clears throat> matter. When people <clears throat> talk about coaching salaries and how many years of term, it doesn't affect the salary mm-hmm. cap. Even in the NHL, where the Canucks are just throwing money out the window, it's like that gif of that old-timey kid throwing <laughs> cash out the window. That's what the Vancouver Canucks are doing when it comes to their head coaching. Who cares how much they're spending on a coach? It doesn't affect the team's salary cap. It doesn't affect the team's cap in the National Football League. Six, 10, 12, who cares how many years D'Amico Ryans is getting? Good for him for locking down six years of guaranteed money. But again, I just don't understand... Why teams like the Texans, who seem very irrelevant, Mm. why would you go out there and hire defense first? I just don't understand. We'll have to find out how it plays in Houston. We'll jump to the NHL now. The Flames not back until Monday when they continue a five-game road trip. Final road trip to the East for the Flames. They'll stop at MSG, Detroit, Buffalo, and Ottawa. But three games yesterday, they were all 5 o'clock starts, which you love to see. All close games as well. Start with the All-Canadian Affair between the Canadiens and the Senators. Ottawa had won three straight games to get further from a prime lottery position. Senators had leads of 3-1 and 4-3, but the Canadiens able to tie it up both times. Still no overtime. Game winner came late in period number three. Stutzler to the line and in with Kachuk. Gives it to Kachuk. His shot scores! Brady Kachuk! Ottawa leads by a goal with a buck 18 to go. The captain comes through for the Senators, 20th goal of the season for Brady Kachuk. That call from the Senators Radio Network as it comes in the final two minutes of the game. The Senators win their fourth straight, and they're now just six points out of a playoff spot. You, you, you think? What are you, you What are you doing? Like I, DJ Smith's fighting for his job. Players is. are fighting to stay, and at the same time, but, it's too little too late. But isn't this... Isn't this essentially what we talked about heading into the season? That with the moves the Senators made, they're going to be a fringe playoff team. Sure. They're going to be fighting for a playoff spot. That's what they're doing right now. It's it's now we flip the calendar to February. Happy February, by the way. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is where we're at. We thought that with these moves, they're going to be a fun team to watch and score a ton of goals. That's starting to happen. Tim Stutzel is developing into the brightest young stars in the National Hockey League. Yeah. Quietly, I might add. Agreed. But... This is where we thought the Senators were going to be. Young defense. Yeah. You know, they've been looking to add something to their blue line for, it feels like, two and a half years and haven't really been able to do anything of note. But maybe they do something at this trade deadline. Uh, Kings and Hurricanes intrigue on the Pacific Division with L.A. for sure. The Hurricanes had won five games in a row while the Kings were wrapping up a six-game road trip. Three and two on the trip entering yesterday's contest. Anze Kopitar went off in the second period. Three points, two of them goals. L.A. scored four times on eight shots, but the Hurricanes are never out of a game. Paul Stastny scored early in the third to give a little life to the team. Then Jordan Stahl scored around the midway point to add some life to the building. Tevu Teravainen scored on the power play to tie the game a couple minutes later. The Kings were absolutely reeling, but they'd hold on until overtime. Quite the shot from Sebastian Ajo to bury the overtime game winner. Won your boy a little bit of money. Ultimately, not the overtime for the Kings. It's too bad, though. Oh, boo-hoo. 
Aho's 20 seconds. He's Carolina, went 5-4. A big result for the Calgary Flames there, that the Kings blew that game and didn't grab the full two points. Exactly, because now, if you take a look at the NHL standings, the Flames are certainly within striking distance as they are six points back of L.A., and the Flames have three games in hand on those very same Kings, and... The Flames have a very good record within their division. I don't know it off the top of my head, but it is um, quite good. According to, and we this this company got mentioned twice yesterday, according to moneypuck.com, yeah. the Flames have the second easiest schedule of teams in the NHL. That just, means something. Just got to beat them. Just yeah. got to beat them. And, don't, and that's one thing that's plagued this team this entire season is playing down to your level. But doesn't it feel like I'm still not a believer in the L.A. Kings? God bless Phoenix Copley and what he's done so far for the Kings. I'm not a believer in that. I just, I think they'll fade. I think the Golden Knights are starting to fade really hard, especially with no Mark Stone Mm -hmm. anymore. And by the way, where's Jack Eichel? The Sabres are just laughing uh, as Alex Tuck's actually had a better season than Jack Eichel. Is it going to shake out in the Pacific Division, guys, where we're going to see Calgary, Edmonton, dare I say Seattle as a top three? Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. I could would, see it. Would you be, and again, I know our listeners don't want to hear this, but would you be surprised if the Oilers won the division? No. Nope. I wouldn't be surprised think, if any of those five I, teams won. I'm, I think the Oilers will win the division. Okay. That's how I, I think it's going to play out. I like the way they're going right but, now. But that wouldn't be the worst thing for the Flames. No. Like, would you, like, w- you saw that effort they had on Friday night, and they dominated mm-hmm. the Kraken. Yeah. And talk about question marks and goal. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Grubauer Jones in Seattle. I'll take that in a playoff series. Oh. Although that speed scares then, me, and having playing against a team that really has nothing to mm-hmm. lose, and we don't know what they're going to do on, on the deadline because they're mm-hmm. apparently big game hunting too to add to their team. But if I'm a Flames fan and how things are starting to kind of shape up in the Pacific Division, and we know it's going to be super tight down the stretch here, sign me up for a Kraken um, Flames first round series or the Jets. And you don't like that take, but sign me up for the Kraken and Flames first round of the playoffs. If I'm a Flames, I don't like the Jets because there's a handful of goaltenders I want but, no part of in the first sure. round, and Connor Hellebuck is but, right at the top of the list. I think if, I think at this point, with how this division is coming back to mm-hmm. Calgary, uh-huh. it'd be super disappointing with their remaining schedule that they're not a top three team in this division. Yeah, I think that's a fair point, 100. Uh, percent We'll wrap here as well. Uh, final game from yesterday. Uh, speaking of boo-hoo, the Jackets and the Capitals, actually a solid showing for the Jackets in this game. Despite being down 2-0 and 3-1, they battled back. Johnny Gaudreau scored in the third to send the game to overtime. Kicks it back to Kuznetsov. Look, shoots and scores! Evgeny Kuznetsov wins it for Washington! His first goal in 14 games, and the Capitals escape Ohio with a 4-3 win over Columbus. John Walton with the call on the Caps Radio Network. Evgeny Kuznetsov, I don't know if he dropped the bird celebration on that one, because his uh, buddies had mobbed him pretty quick. But seventh goal of the season is the game winner. The Capitals beat the Blue Jackets by a 4-3 score. What's your, real quick here, I know yeah, we got to yeah, run, yeah. but what's your read on the Capitals? I feel like they're just a team that's there to break Ovechkin's record now. Agreed. You got your championship. Like, I guess you'd be a dangerous team, maybe, in the nah, Stanley Cup playoffs. Nah. I just... I don't like... I, I just... They're not the, the, the machine that they were, that they could just roll four lines that they used to. It's... It's Ovi. They chip in every so often. Their goaltending's okay. Kemper's there. I mean, he's cup cup winner, Tom obviously. Tom Wilson's dealt with too many injuries. Are all those veterans able to stand up in more than one playoff series if they yeah. get through it? Like, I just don't yeah. see it. Like, 
as like you mentioned, uh, Tom Wilson's been banged up. TJ Oshie like, has been banged up. Nicholas Backstrom just had his hip resurfaced. Like these guys are. John Carlson's been on long-term injured reserve for feels like six weeks. Yeah, like they're as a injured. fantasy owner. I yeah. don't want to say like Ovechkin's not a, like a bad player. He's not far from it, but it's it just feels like he can't take over the whole game anymore. He can't just be that guy. You, you saw him like where he sets up in in his office. That's mm-hmm. on his power play. That's where he's gonna be. Mm. He doesn't like I don't. I haven't watched a ton of Caps hockey to see how he can do the whole two hundred foot game anymore. But it, it does feel like this is might be the end of the Capitals, and it just feels like Buffalo and Ottawa and the Islanders now. They got the young legs here going. Tonight, just two games. The Hurricanes wrap up a doubleheader. Rod the Bot is getting us another <laughs> cup. They visit Tage Thompson and the Sabres at 5 o'clock tonight. Also got a classic matchup between the Bruins and the Leafs at 5 o'clock as the Bruins look to avoid a fourth straight loss before the All-Star break in their first slump of the year. <laughs> Uh, Jays fans might have seen this little signing yesterday. Yeah, I felt something in my butt. Uh, Jays signed, uh, signed right-handed reliever Chad Green for $8.5 million over two years with options in 25 and 26. 31-year-old righty, former Yankee, recovering from Tommy John surgery, seven years in the majors, 317 career ERA, and a 33-22 and 22 record. Raptors visit the Jazz at 7 o'clock on Sportsnet tonight. That one... Uh, as mentioned, will be a Sportsnet broadcast. And heading down to the Dome tonight, Connor Bedard, the Regina Pats, in town for a little Hitman hockey. Chaotic armadillo. Last visit for Connor Bedard as a junior member. He's, He's not playing for the Pats next season? I don't <laughs> think so, George. Okay, all right. That's, he needs more seasoning? <laughs> I don't think he's going to get in the seasoned dub? in the dub. Okay. You know, he's got like 85 points in 35 games, so I don't know if he needs to go back being over two points per game as an 18-year-old in his draft year. But Just a little more seasoning? No. Okay. No. It's going to be a ton of fun in the Dome tonight. I believe they sold over 16,000 tickets already. Wow. Uh, as it's going to be like the teddy bear toss in there. Uh, one of the best players the WHL has ever seen makes his final trip as a member of the Regina Pats to the Dome. Probably. Unless they end up facing each other in the playoffs, which would be a lot of fun. These games are always fun. That's it. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, great job, Maddie. And the Rose Report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. All right, straight ahead. Um, big time. Big time retirement of Tom Brady today. Uh, officially announcing it on his all his socials saying, no, no, no. I'm done for reals uh, this time. Uh, we got a poll question up. We'll talk about that. We'll still take your text messages. And then I think at the 7 o'clock hour, too, we saw the trading of Sean Payton to the Denver Broncos yesterday from the New Orleans Saints since costing him a first-round pick. Should they trade coaches in the NHL? And what do you think Daryl Sutter would grab on the trade market? We'll do that in the 7 o'clock hour. It's the big show. Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.